Guess what? What? You owe me 10 bucks. What do you mean I owe you 10 bucks? Because it's Saturday and we just watched a uh, TikTok. <laughs> Wait, what? Last? Oh, should I play it back? Do I need to do like a little cut where it, we bet the 10 bucks that TikTok would be canceled on Saturday? You know what we did? We did. Yeah. So guess who's here to stay? TikTok? Yeah. The, uh, what's probably going to happen is they're probably going to sell the American version of TikTok to a, uh, an American company. You mean the Chinese version to an American company? No, they're going to make an American version. Of TikTok. Sell, sell it to an American company. Huh. That'll be weird. No, it'll be the same exact thing. Hmm. So, like a, pay me the $10. I feel like legal battles. $10. Right now. No, 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 no. Do it for real. Okay, I'll do it right now. Oh, wait, hang on. Okay, let's... <laughs> 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 I, don't need your, I don't need your charity. My charity? Yeah. You Not were basically charity. giving me free... You did little to zero research when you made that bet. You're right. When have I ever made a bet and, and done lots of research? Never. Just, I feel like that says a lot about your personality. It means I'd be awful at gambling. That's what that means. And you want to go to Vegas? We're going to Vegas for the sites. The sites? Ooh, notification. Callie paid you $1,000. You put it too many zeros. <laughs> no. Callie and Dave, pineapple culture. It's not just a culture, though. It's a way of life. P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E. Culture. Culture. Callie and Dave are here it's a buffet of hearsay Callie and Dave are bringing all of their passionate hot takes On Monday, not Tuesday P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E-C-U-L-T-U-R-E Culture, culture I'm, I'm merely a servant on this no, podcast to the pineapple master I'm just do whatever you want I will. Do whatever you want. What I want to do is what apparently what you no, want. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Quick no, play. I play. Okay. Go. Whatever you want. Just any, any way. Any intro. You recording? Yeah. Go ahead. You're not recording. Yeah. It's a, I'm fine. Welcome back to uh, Pineapple Culture. I'm here with Dave. Davey Bobby. Otherwise known as D-Money. The Riz with the biz. We call him Ritz Cracker up in this hizzle. And I'm your uh, great host with my, ho- my hotel voice, Callie Sensnake. I'm gonna leave it there. Dave, how you doing today? Nice. Thank you. That was good. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Pineapple Culture. A beautiful episode. Juicy, scrumptious. Actually. Prickly? Really fun. Really fun. Different. A fun episode. Yeah, like, um... What am I even seeing? Not even a Pineapple Culture episode. We're actually been dressed very fun today. Yeah, you got a uh, rainbow, rainbow shorts. Yeah. And you're wearing a pineapple I am wearing polo. A pineapple. Yeah. It's, very, it's very nice. It's like really a nice polo. Very form fitting. It's very nice polo. Uh, For, fit to that form? Yeah, showing up my rolls. Um, so, <laughs> we got a cool episode actually. So, yeah. we put on the Instagram story a mm-hmm. um, couple of questions. By the way, if you don't follow us on Instagram, it's at We the Pineapple. Heck yeah. Sh- share us with your complaints, your. Your praises? Praises. Your public discourse? Public discourse. <laughs> um, and we put some. We put a question. What was the question, Kelly? Question is. Uh, I put a post up of our best in series that we did. That would have been episode number... Like three. It's like three that we did for Star Wars and said, what list should we go through again? What list should Dave and I make and rank our top whatevers? Yeah. So what should we rank? And we got a lot of uh, suggestions. Yeah, we, we asked. We got a ton of suggestions. You guys actually. answered. So many. Too many to count. So we actually dumbed it down to our one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, top seven. 
Uh, I have five things on here. What do you mean you have seven things you're talking about? Um... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be fun. Yeah. No, it's, it's fine. There's one of two of them. I'll have to make up an answer. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, but we um, have no idea what the other person wrote or what we even picked for any of them. We didn't really talk about what oh, yeah, we picked yeah. beforehand. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be great. So it'll be a surprise for us yeah. as much as it is for you guys. So real quick, um, Kelly. Yeah. Sometimes people like this. So if you don't like it, skip three minutes into the podcast. Um, yeah. We're going to change a little curveball at you. Hey, Kelly. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> You're the one who doesn't like when we talk about ourselves. That's correct. Why, why are you doing this? Because you know what? Some people like hearing about our lives. I don't know why, but they do. Uh, I am doing just uh, splendid. I actually lost my job this past week, mm. which was the first time I've ever lost a job before, which is crazy. But you got laid off, not fired. Oh, yeah. I got laid off. They eliminated... They're kind of making cuts in the company, and my position was... <laughs> Cut. Nice. Uh, but it is the first time I have my days back nice. in a very long time. Since quarantine. Since quarantine, So honestly. not that long well, ago. even in quarantine, I was working in quarantine. Um, Correct, yeah. Yeah, during the day. So I get to go to the pool for the first time, see so the pool in our nice. apartment complex. Yeah, and, that and they're tan only on. open from 11 to 6, and that's when I work. Do so. you, uh, you use uh, SPF 50? I use no sunscreen. tanning oil lady. Uh, this time around, I'll do no no sunscreen. Well, you have used tanning oil. Yeah, I've used tanning oil before. Yeah. I also get very dry skin, mm. so I need to moisturize a lot as well. Do you? But you are trying to get darker, right? Oh, of that's course. The, I'm being serious. Yeah, gotta gotta get a gotta get darker in that summertime. Go from Kenyan black that's, to Nigerian black. I, I was hoping you were gonna say that because <laughs> yep. I remember you saying you were like, I'm I'm trying to get that Nigerian tan Nigerian. before everyone else gets yes, Nigerian. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so that's what's new in my Callie's life. Callie's black, by the what? By the way, guys, if we have any new listeners. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been a completely different connotation if they didn't know that. Nice. Well, uh, thanks. For, what's what's going on here? No, week? no, no. That's it. That's it. Thanks for checking in. We're yeah. gonna jump right into it. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, <gasps> our, oh, that was, sorry, that so our first question, uh, strongest Avenger. Ooh. All right, Callie, Do you wanna go first I'm going to let go you go first because I really want to go first in the Office episodes one, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I'll let you go first for hairstyles, mm-hmm. and I'll go first for villains, and then you can go first for, for pineapple, pineapple okay. cultures. Cool, cool. Um, and we're going to do, uh, not serpentine, we're just going to go one at a time. Yeah. Um, draft style for mostly everything except for like hairstyle, of course, I mean... I don't think we can really rank that. I mean, maybe we can rank it. Yeah, we can rank it. You've had a lot of hairstyles over the past couple of years. I have. I have. You've had a lot of them. Nice. All right. So, Callie, strongest Avenger, which is kind of a running joke mm-hmm. because Thor in uh, Ragnarok says, I'm the strongest Avenger. Mm-hmm. And he even was like, I'm Thor, the strongest Avenger. And that's not his voice command. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, I think he, what does he uh, say? Stormbreak. Stormbreaker or whatever. No, no. His, the no, the voice command. To... Something breaker. It's whatever Tony Stark calls him in the first Avengers. Point Break. Ah, point Break. Yeah, Point Break. That's good memory. Thank you. Do you ever, you ever watch Point Break with Gary Busey? No, I have not. He, before he was like crazy, he yeah. was like cool. Huh, That's an awesome movie. It. It's about an FBI agent that goes undercover as a extreme sports and he like snowboards and surfs and. Huh. Yeah, so. Speaking of movies, sorry, before we get into this, I just watched The Fugitive with Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford for the first time. I didn't kill my wife. Yeah. What's the next line? What's the next famous line? So it was a trivia the other day, and this was a question. They, I didn't... They said, in The Fugitive, they said, I didn't kill my wife. It's a famous line. Yeah. What's the next line after it? Huh. And I got it... I was the only one at my table that knew. What is it? I don't care. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
That's good. My favorite line was when Tommy Lee Jones goes, no, like, no, no. Wait. Your favorite line is, I didn't kill my wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, my second favorite yes. line is when he goes, I want to be built every hen house, goat house, because they're all them dog house, all that whole Did thing. Did you just say the That's W word funny. on the podcast? Hen house, dog house? Oh, okay, cool. I did not say I purposely avoided saying it. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Strongest Avenger, uh, a lot of people will say that it's Captain Marvel. A lot of people will say that. A lot of people might even say it's Scarlet Witch. A lot of people will say that. I... I'm going. That's it, just those two. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going with uh, Thor. Okay. As strong as Avenger. God of God of Thunder. God of Thunder, and here's why. But even though he has lightning, lightning, lightning powers. powers, here's here's why. Because ah! yo, if they're gonna if they're gonna pay that for that song, they use that song in Thor Ragnarok. Um, like good old Led Zeppelin. Okay. Um, so I think it's Thor because especially what we watched in Ragnarok. And Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be spoilers in this podcast, by the way, for some of these things. So if you haven't seen them, mm-hmm. get Disney Plus for $7 a month and watch, <laughs> watch them. Watch them all in the same day. Watch them all in the same day. Like we did. Like we did. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. You're like, oh, this is what Thor is capable of. And then... Thor Ragnarok. You get what the whole... His up. peak is. His peak is. And he, and he has a whole he thing... He trash in Thor movies. In oh, the first yeah. Thor movie, he so lost to that like fire thing. Yeah. And like, Hela even like destroyed his hammer. It was like crazy... But well, Hela's wicked when strong. When Hela's about to... That's a little foreshadowing. Hela is, is wicked strong. very strong. Um, Thor, she's like she's like choking Thor out. Thor sees his father in like a... Brink of death. In a brink of death. Kind of like a Lion King-esque Again, talks foreshadowing to his father. Foreshadowing uh, to, to the next couple questions. some other so things. just move on. And... Because that actually takes a little bit away from Thor. That? Yeah, because... Yeah, again, well, well, I, it's a part of Odin, how strong Odin is. Well, no, Odin makes the point that it's not... The, the camera was something to conduct your power. It's yes. your power. Yes, but also Which you could argue wild. Odin, when Odin died, he put a little bit of his life into Which, his son. Okay, that's my next thing. I think that by becoming king of Asgard, he got more power. Because in Infinity War, when he held the whole like armory together, while a star burned through him, mm-hmm. didn't die. First of all, one of the best entrances in any Marvel movie is when he when lands... When he floated through that door oh. <laughs> from the star being all burned up. No, best uh, entrance is when he lands in Wakanda... It with with the because he, he summons uh, the bike. First of all, the, he can summon the Bifrost now. The rabbit and and uh, the rabbit uh, rocket lands in there, just massacres them, hits them all thing, and he gets Thanos. Mm-hmm. He hit the wrong spot. He caught it too early, but he like Thanos blasts him with all of the Infinity Stones, and he just cuts through the beam and hits him right in the chest. Not only that, he he just like beat Thanos. Yeah, Straight if up he would if he'd have gone for the head. He would beat Thanos. Well, that's at least what Thanos says. Well, I think it's definitely true. Because he, he had the whole black breakfast. Anyway. But you also can argue that Thanos didn't use the rings to his full extent. Nah, I think he did. I think Thanos... I think having all the powers of the universe and not just like... Or, sorry, 95% of the powers of the universe and not having the uh, Avengers just combust in front of him. You know, because we want to make it a movie. Yeah, they can't just yeah, be yeah. like, boom, you dead. But also, Having like the power stone. I don't know. I just think, I don't know. and we we watched that whole scene where he like put um, we like we watched it because it's on TikTok when he put Banner into the rock wall, crushed War Machine's thing, possibly killed pos- Captain America with a punch. But Thor, full power of the new stone, flushes through it. And I love in Endgame that Thor chopped his head off because he went for the head. Right. Anyway, so with all that said, and that doesn't really prevail. I'm strong. saying that every single so, movie you are revealed answer, more about Thor. But you're wrong. What do you mean I'm wrong? So we, according to the MCU movies, that's what we're doing. So you cannot pick Hulk. 
because you yeah. cannot pick because he doesn't go into Berserker Hulk, mm-hmm. so he's just regular Hulk. Yeah. You could pick Wolverine because... Yeah, well, actually, he, yeah. Because he does go Berserk in Wolverine Origins, even mm-hmm. though that's rated PG and there's no blood. They made a Wolverine movie. With no blood? With no blood. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not a good movie. Uh, I uh, can't the, the strongest, one. The Strongest Avenger, 100%, and hands down, it, it, it is very close. Uh, a couple runner-ups I had was... Uh, um, uh, Adam, who they show at the very end of Guardi- uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's just there. The The gold people make him. Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson's going to make him. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's, yeah. Not, he's not in anything. Of course, Thor. Um, of course, you have uh, um, the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Also, Spider-Man has mm-hmm. super strength. This is true. Um, but it's not for uh, fist-to-fist, fist-to-cuffs, strongest, pow- most powerful, fighting strongest superhero. Strongest superhero. Mm-hmm. The strongest. Yeah. Is Scarlet Witch. It is because a couple things. She just doesn't have strength as a power. She literally Thor goes to head to head with Thanos with a Hulk. Granted, we don't see it. We don't see it. But somewhere in between Ragnarok and Infinity War, Thanos and his army and his army, of course, fights uh, Thor. And Loki. And, and Loki and Hulk and, and Asgardians warriors. Yeah, and Valkyrie. Yeah, of course, true. they're tired. They are tired and they're worn down from, fr- from fighting probably the next most powerful villain, a little foreshadowing, Hela. But still, he does go head-to-head with him. He also does get trashed by Hulk. He gets trashed by Hulk. Yeah, but... Well, in, no. in Avengers. In Avengers 1. Yes, he, Thor okay. primarily gets okay. stronger as the movies okay. continue. I think Ragnarok because that's a whole cheat, so that doesn't even count. Sure, Bye. sure. Sorry, guys, we actually got a little cut off there, so if I repeat some things, I apologize. This argument's that good that you gotta hear it yeah, twice. Yeah, seriously, the, some technical difficulties. But what I was saying was, um, straight up, fist to fist, fight to fight, Scarlet Witch is the most powerful Avenger. She fought all the Avengers at the same exact time, and she was able to manipulate their minds because they are humans, but Hawkeye, yes, he, of course, you know, he resisted because yeah. he already had mind control. But, again, like, that's not... But Hawkeye versus Scarlet Witch, straight up, power v. power. Oh, yeah, well, Hawkeye doesn't have any exactly. powers. so yeah. she beat all the Avengers. Well, well, that's the thing. She built all the Avengers at that stage, but right. new Thor? Like, Thor beat... Hey, hello. Who's to say? They never fought. But I'm saying if he fought New, Thor, New Thor with all of his new powers and everything he has, she is, I but, Scarlet Witch would get whipped. And she is just one of the most strongest powers, uh, physical powers, because she is able to literally fight um, Thanos fist to fist to the part where he his armor was ripped off his chest and he literally was like rain down fire, destroy my entire army, and like she literally was gonna kill him, and it was gonna be awesome to watch. Hit, uh, her kill him and when she came back and she was do you remember like in the end game fight she was just she's mm-hmm. just so massive in her attacks she also was so angry too oh, right and that's her downfall thing. is that she's very emotional so I don't know mentally if she can go against um, anyone strong like uh, there was a scene in Captain Marvel Civil War in the comics where Tony Stark fights Iron Man head on and Iron Man like literally like dislocates his jaw and sonars, his, he blows his eardrums out, and Captain America is like bleeding out of his ears and mouth, and he still gets up 
to fight him because of his will so strong. I don't think. I, yeah, I think it's which, one thing that like is hard to compare, which I agree with you with comparing Thor, Tony, and uh, Captain America is that they've lost so much and they're so wizened that like right. like if one of them died in battle, but Scar- it, it Scarlet Witch lost her brother. Yes, but like and that's what I'm saying is like Scarlet Witch like got, like stronger because she got angrier. But like so, Thor could right, Thor right. could literally watch Captain America die and would still fight the same because he's already lost so much. Sure. He's gotten that and, would, that's saying that she doesn't have a ceiling. Maybe we've seen Thor's ceiling. Scarlet Witch has so much more to nah, grow. Nah, Thor has so much more to grow. But also, I don't know, because we haven't even seen her in her superhero outfit. You brought up a good point about her being young, kind of like the um, Peter Parker effect, or like mm-hmm. Peter Parker's so untrained mm-hmm. that like he hasn't reached his full, even after watching Far From Home, like he hasn't reached his full Spider-Man potential by far. So apparently her, her dad is um, Magneto. I didn't know that. Is what? That, yeah, apparently that's like her, her origin. Ooh, then there's, um, there's, that means Logan... Well, I mean, X-Men are in the Marvel Universe. Um, and so also there was a spinoff that at one point she destroyed 99% of all mutants or all, all mutant power in the entire world with one whisper. So it's like she gave, gave a spell. Of course, that's not in the MCU. But she's right up there with Doctor Strange on her spells. And if you fight someone with spells, it's very difficult. Like Doctor Strange was doing great with okay, Thanos. Okay, Thanos, he did an amazing But then you job. add up her power next to him. I don't think... Uh, I think she is the best one to go 1v1 against Hulk. If we're Since you picked Thor and I picked Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the strongest Avengers, mm-hmm. I think... Like brute strength. Brute strength. Mm-hmm. So the strength, mm-hmm. I think Scarlet Witch has the upper hand just a little bit over, over Thor because she just has so many tools at her bat belt. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Thor hasn't reached his peak yet, so we'll see what happens. Nice. All right. Um, um, office episodes. You go first, of course. Nice. All right. So favorite office episode... Um, my first one. Oh, it's playing. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Uh, oh, is it still recording? Hello. Nice, it is. <laughs> okay. How rough we lost um, it again? So my first one I'm gonna pick is. Oh, I have to. Sorry. Uh, Did you not meet your computer? What? Did you meet your computer, silly goose? Uh, season four, episode thirteen. It okay. is the dinner party. It is where uh, Michael Scott has them stay late to work. And they're all staying late to work. And he goes, sorry, Jim, do you have any uh, plans tonight? Did you have to cancel them? And Jim goes, no, me and Pam don't have plans because you told us not to make plans. So he goes back into the office and has like a fake phone call. And he goes, we're not going to work anymore. And then boom, he goes, he tricks them into having dinner with them. And it's it just, it's just the best, like... Jan is just crazy, and you see how that you can see why Michael kind of likes her because she is kind of a nice lady, but also she's just so insane. She's so and mean to Michael Andy at this and, point. Andy and um, Angela are oh, just yes. so cringeworthy, and Dwight comes with his babysitter. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they and like and they, Pam thinks her food is poison because Michael apparently said that they dated. I guess. And oh. Jan's crazy. Yeah, yeah so she's that is, that is probably. Arguable the best office episode of all time. Is that your number two? Or is that your number one? That's my number one. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. That's yeah. Pr- no, I mean of all time, it's probably argued. So for this um, draft, what we're gonna do is we're pretty much blocking an hour for you. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna put this a poll on Instagram. I'm going to say uh, two episodes or one at a time, and Callie will say two episodes, and just think that you're watching these back to back. Yeah. So you can do a curveball and do a two-parter. That's, ooh. Really hook them in. Really get them in there. So dinner party is my first one. It is hilarious. Nice. Uh, so my first one is also 
the best one and my favorite one, which is stress relief. Stress relief yeah, yeah, yeah. basically hits some of the best office moments. Cold open, you have Dwight starting a fire drill, which oh, ends with Stanley yeah, having the heart that's, attack. That's so then good. you have the whole CPR so train good. with the ah, 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 staying stay alive, staying alive, and the whole dance and the song they do. And then you have Dwight putting on a Hannibal Lecter mask and getting in trouble for it. And then Michael Scott also holds the roast as well. So like it's like so much happens in that episode and it's all like some of the most hilarious moments of The Office. No, that is a really great one. So that's why it's my number one. Um, sorry, I just got a new Instagram follower. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, right? So what is your number two? Um, is, uh, sorry, uh, Office episode season four, episode seven. Uh, it's called Survivor Man. Okay. But why is it coming up on Google as something else? What's it saying on Google? Money. That's weird. Oh, yeah, like a double. That's weird. Season four, episode seven. I just Google season four, episode seven, and it's coming up as Michael, and that's the one where he's combating his death. Or sorry, his his uh his uh debt with Oscar. Oh, Anyways, yes. so Survivor Man is when Ryan has uh, uh he takes all his managers out camping. And he doesn't bring Michael along. So Michael thinks that he can go. So he, he, he goes outside to the woods and he's like mm, filming. Yes. Um, like why? He's, he's like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm surviving. And he, like, he's like yelling. And he's like fashioning his clothes into... Uh, and also Jim back at the office is kind of becoming... And he, they're trying to get birthday cakes. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, I want ice cream cake. And Peach... Or uh, Creed is like, I want Peach Cobbler. And like... I, I don't know. They're having like... And like and then he finally goes into the office, and at one point Phyllis is like, "Hey, Michael, I mean Jim," and like you know, Jim is kind of becoming um, more of the the office lead. Mm-hmm. And then when Michael eventually comes back, he go, Michael's like, uh, uh, Jim's like, "Oh, I'm really glad you're back." Michael's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, what happened?" He's like, "I tried to put all the birthdays in the same day," and he goes, "Ooh, been there, did that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, you just give it ten years, you'll learn." And it's like kind of like foreshadowing that like Jim is there for a long time. Yeah, which Jim never. Thinks so it's either. a nice Jim and Michael episode. Mm. Um, it's also a funny side character episode because Michael's not there. Michael's yeah. in the office by him, or Michael's in the woods with Dwight. So he takes some heavy hitters away. Yeah. And so then you leave like Creed and Pam mm-hmm. and and Angela to argue over a cake. Yeah. I think that's a really solid solid one. That's four. That's season four, episode seven. That's good. That's good. Um, my. What was your first one? Uh, stress relief. Oh, yeah. Um, my next one's actually a two-parter. Uh, oh, one. you get both episodes? Yeah. They're, they're no, one episode. Get, they're get... just cut in half. Just cut in half. Wait. No, you get they're two episodes. They're one big episode. They're cut in half. You Don't get, worry about it. Anyway. Get, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope. And <laughs> you got to either get rid of your first one, or you got to... You get two episodes. You get an hour. You have an hour block. And it's basically just one together. You have an hour block. Yeah, but imagine. It's quarantine. You're hanging out. You yeah. have extra time. No, no. This is yeah. a set on TV. Seven, oh, my seven, so my favorite episode then is uh, Fun Run Part 2. So that would be season 4, episode 2. And uh, it's a follow-up of part 1 where Michael hits Meredith with his car and then organizes the chair. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that happened in the first one, though. So that um, well, I'm, I'm giving you the follow-up. No, and the follow-up is what, what, like, why I love is, A, Dwight kills Angela's cat. And oh, I man. sometimes love the Dwight and Angela like relationship in the early like days when they get so mad at each other mm-hmm. and Dwight just doesn't understand why Angela's upset and it just I love it it like really showcases Dwight and like his potential and his humor a lot. Also, it's 
the very early day of Jim and Pam. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're watching The Office for the first time, you're just waiting for Jim and Pam to get together, and they do it in a very good way. Like, they get together, and then it's a very, like, soft opening to their whole relationship. I just really like how they did the Jim and Pam as the first one. So that is my What was your one. first one? I know you just said it. What was the first Trish one? release. That would be uh, season five. Okay, so we picked three of our four episodes were season four. Yeah, and then one was your stress yeah. relief was season, season five. five. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, season... I think that season three is really rememberable, but also like kind of like Crazy. it hits its stride in yes. season four. And like I think stride. season four is when the cringy factor fades more and gets more into humor. Yeah. But season three is still pretty cringy compared to the rest of the show. Yeah. But yeah. That's interesting. All right. So uh, yeah. So she has stress relief and fun run. And I have uh, the dinner party and when Michael goes out into the woods. And we will put up a poll once we figure out the real name for David's second episode. <laughs> uh, uh, it's called Survivor Man. Survivor Man. Four, seven, I got 4-7 and 4-13. All right. Uh, so the next category is David Rizzo's best hairstyle. This is a hard one. Mm. I had to think back. I had to go into my photo album mm. and look back at old pictures. And I figured my favorite one. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost a newer one because mm. your hair is pretty long at this point. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, your hair is a solid bun right now. Yeah, like a very it's solid. The princess bun at the top yeah, of my head. That's very impressive. Okay. I have so much hair. You have a lot of hair. It just it's everywhere. So curly. Yeah, my favorite, but my the curls factor into it. My favorite hair is David with fresh beach hair. So we're talking David, oh, yeah. goes in the water, comes out of the water, his hair dries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's curly, little frizzy, strong surfer boy. Yeah, super curly, super tight curls. It's a very carefree hairstyle. And I feel like as his hair gets more carefree, so does his attitude. Mm -hmm. And he becomes surfer True. boy Dave, I, which I, is one of my favorite I would agree Davids. with that, because as the day goes on, my hair comes out. Yes, your hair comes out, and like it's a long day at the beach, it's like sunny, like tiring, and it gets to nighttime when we're playing games or watching a movie. You know what, that might be my favorite hairstyle. Yeah, that's my favorite hairstyle. I went to the beach this weekend, mm -hmm. and I was like excited to get my hair wet, salty, yeah. and like dry, because it just curls so tight. It just, it's solid curls. I wish curls. my hair curled like that. But yeah, that is my favorite Dave hair. Um, I'm going to take you back down a little memory lane trip. Um, uh, there is a picture of me on my Instagram. It'll be crazy if anyone found this. Um, I am probably in 10th grade, and I had pretty long hair. Mm -hmm. Like, like you know, Justin Bieber, we did the Justin Bieber hair, like, over the eyes, yes. like, you know, the, the, the skater boy. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went and I shaved it, and I did a little mohawk strip. <laughs> and it was kind of cool. Just on the top, yeah. not all the way down the back of my head, yeah. just on the top. Fun. Yeah, and it was just like I had a mohawk for like three days. Like that's what I, like because it kind of grew in. I mean, yeah, all right, maybe like two weeks. Okay, Rapunzel with your hair growing in so two fast. Weeks, two weeks. Two I, weeks. Uh, yeah, and it was kind of fun. I, it was for soccer season, so it was mm. kind of getting a little warm. Um, actually, it was getting cold, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> soccer is in the fall, but yeah, I just I don't know why I did. It was like one of the. I was like in tenth grade. I remember like. I had just got my license, so, like, I drove to hair cuttery, Ooh. and, like, I went, and usually, like, I go with my, my mom, or, like, up to that point, like, you're pretty young when you're 10th grade, like, 16. 15, more like, but yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah 15 or 16. Um, yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna get whatever haircut I want. Yeah. And my mom cut my hair a lot growing up, so like, I was, like, going into a new place. You're becoming more of a man And now. I was like, yo, give me a mohawk. She was like, you want one? And she was like, she was all about it. Aww. It was, like, a real small fade. Like, you could barely tell, but it is. Because nice. I remember one of my friends, uh, his name is uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Anthony Jackson the third, by the way. Ooh, yeah, that's a very uh, prestigious name. Uh, and he had a really high fade. He's a black guy, so he had like really nice, nice tight curls. Mm -hmm. So he had a n nice high fade, mm, nice tight top for yeah. a mohawk though. Ooh, so yeah, so that's it, fun. It was almost like a box cut, almost. Yeah. 
but it was mohawk shaped and all the way brought all the way back. That's and cool. I really and I, I like and that he a was lot. I remember him like saying that I can't have a mohawk. So I was like, I'm gonna go out and get a mohawk. <laughs> to beat Michael Anthony Jackson the third. Yeah. Nice. Um, he good. Uh, he has real nice dreads now. He likes his hair a lot. Well good for him. And you Tw- like your twi- maybe twisties. Short dreads. Short dreads, so twists, yeah. Well twisties. Pe- people call them twisties. Yeah, sure. No. That's an acceptable term. You can okay. call them twisties. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, for our next category, you are going first, and it is our Mount Rushmore of villains. We're looking Marvel villains, so we are doing actually our favorite villains. Mm-hmm. We're not doing like maybe the best or like the, yep. the strongest. We're, we're doing, doing our a little villains. quicker since it's not really a competition. Yeah. You want me to go four? Let's just do our, our four, three, two, one. Yeah. You have them right. Go first. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have Thanos as my fourth one mm-hmm. because that's, I think you have that one as well. I do. Mm-hmm. So Thanos, mm-hmm. you have him up. He's boom. The George Washington picture. He. What? What do you have to say about Thanos? Yes. Yeah. Seriously. The most effective. Most effective. Of all time. He yeah. did it. Yeah, he, he did he it. He literally won. Yeah. Uh, just a warrior, a fighter. Yeah. Crippled the Hulk. Uh, very... The only person he lost to was uh, Scarlet Witch, I guess. Very steadfast. <laughs> <laughs> very steadfast. He didn't, he didn't waver from his goal oh, at all. Steadfast. Unwavery. Unwavery. Un- Unwavery? <laughs> not unbridged. Ah. Huh. Reversed of a double negative. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That's good. Uh, what was your uh, three? Um... Well, you go for your third. My woman well, number four. Isn't Thanos your number four? My number number four. That's what I'm saying. So oh, okay. If we tie when we yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mount Rushmore can be interchanged in okay. my in my if you if it's not for you. No, no, that's good. No, that's good. So uh, my number three that I have is Ultron. Um, I what? got no strings. Don't <laughs> be up. Ultron is just all around a great villain. I love so if, like kind of Ultron. Maybe is not the most watched. Avengers movie probably, but Ultron is literally created to keep Earth safe from attacks, and then decides that humans are the biggest threat to Earth, that and it awesome? goes to wipe them out. And like awesome. it's just so like logical and straightforward. Mm-hmm. And like I love that Tony has to defeat his own design because like Tony was fighting against like you know the missile thing. He did like kind of fight against his own thing, but it's literally his and Banner's design and no. his fight against it. Absolutely. So I just love Ultron. I love him as a villain because he's very straightforward. And as like a computer, he's not wrong. He analyzed the threat, and humanity was it. So that's why I like Ultron. What is your number three? Uh, uh, Dormammu. No, it's not Dormammu. Sorry. Dormammu. It's Dormammu, but he was controlling the, the Stranger Things guy. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Or, not Stranger Things. Doctor Strange thing. Yes. Is I it Dormammu? Dormammu is the is the ancient the guy. Like yeah. The, the people but when you look him. at Dormammu, they say that his name is Dormammu. Nah, Dormammu. It's good. I look, look. I just googled the bad guy, Doctor Strange. Dormammu. What does he say? I've come to trade. It's Dormammu. Yeah. That's what it is, right? This is really embarrassing that we... If it isn't Dormammu... What could it possibly be? Uh, yes, it's Dormammu. It's Dormammu. So he goes, yeah, we're trapped together I, forever. I, I, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. But I'm still trying to figure out the name for the other guy. Oh. Um, does he have a name? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Not really. No, he, he's just a puppet. Nope. He's definitely the bad guy. Um, oh, it's uh, Caecilius. So I like him a lot. Because oh. he's freaking just straight up murders people. And I think he's actually one of the most powerful guys. Uh, yes, he was being used as for by Dormammu. 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 But like, <laughs> he is uh, he, he very similar to like other uh, uh, oh sorry very different from other bad guys. Mm-hmm. He was like, I can be the ultimate mighty one. I'm gonna take her over. I think what she's doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. And shoot, if I was a wizard, you can't tell me that. Even if you put it in the Harry Potter world. Yeah. You can't tell me that, like, Voldemort doesn't have a, like, he's like, yeah, humans are the worst. Yeah. Kind of. Like, 
the Cassili, I don't know when the last time you saw Doctor Strange, but he's like, we could cleanse the world. And it's like very similar to like Thanos', Thanos is like Ultron, ultimate, yeah. not actually not serious, actually not. But like he was like, I'm gonna use my powers to take over, and he oh, he whooped Doctor Strange. This is true. Whooped him and whooped Wong him. and the Almighty. Whooped yeah. them all. He was so much more, and he was. I'm pretty sure he killed guys. Pretty sure he killed like two guards in the very yes, beginning. He, uh, he did, and he also um, killed people in two of the sanctuaries as well. Because last one standing was the yeah, New York yeah, one, and one. the Hong Kong one. Yeah. But you can't always use, use that because uh, the guy from Garden of the Galaxy also killed people, and he lost from a dance off. So. Ooh, that's true. That's true. He did lose a dance off. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, uh, we talked about him in one of our first episodes for a long time. Um, well, really, he lost because of the Infinity Stone that <laughs> Peter Quill was able to hold, but. He did lose in the dance off. Ronan. Ronan. He's, ah. not, he's, he's a third most popular villain. Because I think because Guardian of the Galaxy is a popular a movie. movie. Very good. Yeah. Uh, what's your number three? Or two, rather. So Thanos and uh, uh, Kilosis, Kassilis. Mm-hmm. No, uh, uh, Hela. Mm. Hela mm. of Daughter of Odin. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Outside of MCU, Death is actually the most powerful super supervillain, yeah. and Thanos actually needs her to defeat uh, whatever, depending on what storyline you are. Mm-hmm. Ultimate power, I mean, literally, they do not talk about this enough in the MCU. They, I'm, I don't like that they don't talk about this. Odin was literally the most powerful being in the universe. Mm-hmm. He was. So much so powerful that he was guarding 16 realms, yeah. where he could have taken over every single realm, but knew... That he couldn't because he was going to die one day and no one else could run them as yeah. well as he could. Mm-hmm. Hence the end of freaking this Ragnarok, there is no more Asgard. Yeah. Like that's how powerful Odin was that he there was no match for him. Also, when he died, he broke the seal, Hela comes back. That's also when Thanos started his attack, his physical yes. attack. Yes. On as in the literally the next movie after Odin died. Because we talked about this a lot about how there's no doubt in my mind that Odin would have beat Thanos. No doubt. No, there is doubt in my mind. Oh. It would have been a great battle. But, I, yeah, no doubt. But, he but would they don't talk him. about it in the MCU. They never say, oh, now that Odin's gone, I can, like, attack. It's true. They never say that. But, like, it's written because Odin is literally the most powerful person in the universe. Mm-hmm. He he was afraid of Hela. Yeah. And yeah. Hela freaking... I'm not... I don't think Hela's dead. There's no way. Yeah, I kind of get, like, there was a prophecy, and he was thrown into the internal flame, so that guy was, like, super big at the end, and Thor couldn't even beat him, actually, because, uh, or, um, I mean, the Hulk couldn't beat him or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, so, yeah, Hela, she's, oh, she's a B.A., too. Oh. She murders When she Thor. destroys the whole, same, um... Same vibe as, uh, as Khaleesi, though, the, the other, the Doctor Strange guy. Like, yes. just bad. I yeah. wouldn't be a bad, like, Loki is awesome. But, like, he's also, like, kind of conniving and good. But and, even like, the Doctor Strange guy gets a couple, like, kills a couple people. Hela destroys the whole Asgardian army. Yeah, yeah. Like, when it's like, who are you? It's just like, you don't remember me? And then destroys all of them? Like, yeah. she lays waste. Yeah. And the fact that she just crushes Mjolnir with one hand. Not two. One single hand. Oh, yeah. Is insane. That's a good one. It's Mandarin? Good. Is your next the Mandarin? <laughs> Do you remember the Mandarin? It was, like, the fake TV guy from I, Iron I Man 2. <laughs> that is not mine. Um, My number two... Uh, belongs to Loki. Nice. He, Solid. first of all, love Tom Hiddleston, phenomenal actor, did a great job. I love not only, like, the character arc for Loki, but the fact that even within his character arc, he still grabbed the Tesseract. Like, oh, yeah. like, he was, like, being a good guy, and then he stops, and he grabs it. And I also like that in the end, he could have been conniving, and still by Thanos' side, 
and maybe got on Thanos later on. But he in that moment did it because like I think some part of him couldn't handle Thor looking down and like being like, uh, you're the worst. Like just hating right. him again. Well, that's literally his whole thing. Was yeah. Trying to he was the little brother syndrome, trying to become better than who he was. And I just I get He's like good. He's not really a villain. I though. I enjoyed him in Avengers. I think it was he was a great first villain for the Avengers to fight. He was, a, he was a villain in Avengers. I enjoyed the beginning of Thor Ragnarok where he sent Odin away. I thought it was hilarious. I guess it was funny. And like Loki is very simple. He wants to rule. That's it. Not even the whole universe. He wants to rule like Earth or Asgard. Like he's a very realistic bad guy. He doesn't get he doesn't buy off more than he can chew. Which I mean, he does. The Avengers beat him, but like he just wants one kingdom to rule. That's it. Which right. I love. Which I love. Barely. Well, he wants Earth, and then he wants Asgard. That's it. Like he. He can't get Earth, gets Asgard. And that's all he wants. Doesn't try to get the rest of the realms, is fine with just ruling Asgard, which I love. So, like, Loki, and again, just I love Tom Hilson's portrayal, great acting, and I love Loki in the first Avengers. Like, he's such a good villain, and he does such a good job playing the Avengers off of each other, which I don't think any other villain does a good job of. Like, Ultron doesn't, the weird machine guy. Um, even Thanos, like, doesn't play them off. Thanos just fights them. Loki plays them off of each other. Which is so, so cool as their dynamic. Well, right. Similar to uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, but he doesn't need mind control. He just says things. No, he definitely needs his mind control. He's it with Hawkeye. But then they take us away. Take you just away said he him. doesn't need mind control. Well, not he, for the whole Avengers. He but just, you literally just said he doesn't need mind control. He, and he does. Fine. He doesn't need he does. it. He doesn't need he does. it. He doesn't he does. need it. He doesn't he does. need it. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. All right. Okay, anyway. And should I get my number one or are you going to give your number one? Good. I know wrong. Oh, fine. No, you do your number one then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Um. Uh, number one, best superhero villain of my Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. is played by Michael Keaton, the Vulture from Spider-Man. I mean, he literally went from playing Batman in the 80s mm-hmm. to now trying to kill a punk kid. Yeah, a boy. Yeah. He's only a boy. And it was awesome. It was good. And he was so scary and he was real. He was a construction worker that had a couple friends that knew how to make guns. Like, Literally. And then he was an ex-pilot, and he flew, and he was just one of the most realistic... Vulture's not a big, big villain. Vulture's not taking on the Avengers. He's fighting his friendly neighborhood Spider-Man because he's doing it to protect his daughter. Mm. Yo, he did a fantastic job with um, the, the, the kind of the wings, the abilities that they gave him mm, yes. in fighting Spider-Man, and he was not afraid to give it to Spider-Man. Not, not afraid. He was ready to, willing to sacrifice everything yeah. for what he believed in. Yeah. And also Michael Keaton probably is probably the best actor in the MCU universe. Tony Stark is probably the best. That's or, a bold sorry, statement. Robert Downey Jr. is probably the best actor. And then Michael Keaton, acting-wise. Who, who do you think acted better? Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Holland, Tom Hiddleston yeah. were all uh, phenomenal. They, yeah. yeah. Maybe, Tom, maybe Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Holland was phenomenal as a as Yeah, a but Spider-Man. they're easy characters. Uh, you so watch Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield not do justice to the role. You're saying it's uh, easy Tobey character. Tobey Maguire is acting my Spider-Man. I think Tobey. I think Spider-Man Two. See, you're gonna have this hot take, but you're not backed up on it. Spider-Man Two is actually probably one of the best Spider-Man movies of all time. I agree with that so much. I agree with that so much. But this is no. You know what? That's like no. That, I don't. I didn't. I didn't make that opinion up. That's actually like that's huh. Bible. I'm being serious. What really? What what verse is that? Um, Genesis one one. Everything David says is correct. <laughs> I remember that version. Uh, so my number one, mm-hmm. uh, it's an actor, uh, one of the best actors probably from the 80s, uh, previously played Batman, uh, Michael Keaton as the Vulture. My number one is the played by the amazing Michael B. Jordan. Michael Keaton. 
Killmonger. Really? Number one is Killmonger. Yeah. He's not a villain. <laughs> okay. We can have this hot take argument right now. He's a villain. Yo. He is the incarnation of Simba, where his no. uncle literally goes, no. run away. No. Never return. No, that's not what and happened. And you know what? It, yes, it is. You see Black Panther one time. And he did it one time. He came back. And he said, this land is, you know that makes T'Challa? No. Scar. <gasps> Get out of here with that! Look, I literally so. just Googled bad guy in Black Panther, and literally Claw, the white dude from it, comes up. No. He's the, here's, what do you mean? Here no. My, here, no, that's, yes, bad guy in Black Panther. You're using Google as your Marvel insight? Y yeah, that's, you can't argue against Google. That's like the number one well, search engine in the entire world. Google. Here we go. So, we have T'Chaka, T'Challa's T'Chaka? Who kills Killmonger's dad? Yeah. He never said Killmonger, right? He just killed the dad. Sounds That's like it. a villain. He just killed the dad because he was out of line. Because he's a king. So, you're, just, so you're justifying killing people I'm out of line? I'm, so I'm justifying it. I'm so, saying. So you're saying you're pro death chair? I'm, I'm saying. No, this, are you? No, 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 no. You are? No. I'm saying the same thing. Callie wants to give I'm, innocent villains the chair. Oh my Callie gosh. said she would rather have a hundred men killed than I one. I did not fight you this hard in your number one. one you evil man. It's because he is. That's because okay. Michael Keaton is number one. Anyway, so he comes back and he wants to gain access to the city to spread it to the rest of the world, which the king is aware isn't a good idea. Because they have so much technology that they can bet. That's a, you are a lifeguard no, no, no. and you're watching someone drown and you're not saving them. You're t after watching Marvel help and me. seeing, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have all this technology that I could help you. But uh, after watching Marvel and seeing how many people misuse technology, you're telling me that it'd be a good idea if Wakanda opens its borders like yes, that. Absolutely, I think it's, I think it's not. Well, I honestly think it's not because, because you see thousands of people die from sex trafficking and even worse things that that technology could save, and thousands more would die because of that technology. That's not true. Are you kidding me? Thousands. Yeah, no. actually, I would go. Millions would die. Wow, really? You, it takes it millions. Takes, you've seen every James Bond, Harry Potter, whatever, any big thing. Both those it guys takes, are good guys. You know what I'm Do you know oh, what no, a good no, guy no. is? I'm saying the Harry Potter is a I'm good saying, guy. I'm saying the franchise. Me. Interrupting me. I'm saying the franchise. I'm you. I'm you, telling you. You are interrupting me. Clearly, you don't know who's a good guy. Oh and a bad guy. my gosh. All right, I won't talk anymore. I doubt this. I won't. I'm Tell saying, me why you think, even though I just typed in bad guy from Black Panther, it says Claw. You think Killmonger is a bad guy? Okay, so he comes up and he comes to his whole thing is again seeking revenge, which you know I understand. Here's it all the time. You see it. You know what? Understand it. He comes forward because he wants to spread the rest of the world for his own agenda. He never ever says because to make the world better. He says he wants to get revenge for everything that's happening in in the world. That's why he wants to do it because he thinks that he has a good thing of justice. But we look at literally any other franchise. One bad person gets the technology and everything goes hits the fan, which you see all of the time. So literally, so what? Like, so Killmonger they gave her the technology. They, the te they, they gave the princess the They gave the princess. Using Wreck It Ralph as your example, well, you right? You said now? all of them. You said look at any, and I'm looking. There's, there's two Wreck It Ralphs. Can Candy has control of the whole of yeah, the whole game, and, but, and and no, but they had to give the, it and but they had to give the internet to Wreck It Ralph, and they saved the... Yeah, they did. They saved and, the arcade. And, and what if what if it's not Wreck It Ralph? What if it's can't, the Candy King? It takes one back person... Okay, I'm, but, I'm but not saying but, that Wakanda doesn't have good things to offer, but okay. T'Challa was all, very, uh, very smart at knowing what to offer when. Selfish. Killmonger just wanted to lower all of it and selfish. just let it loose in the world. They were hiding. He's not... Killmonger is not a strategist. He's simply... A warrior who wants a throne and doesn't know how to rule a kingdom. Yeah, no, he does. Oh, and T'Challa does because yeah. what he was yeah. raised in the penthouse. He does. Oh my! He goodness. was. He was a little snubby rich boy. Yeah. Well, he. 
long friends with you. Oh my word. He's basically Jasmine, but the dumb kind. Simply because I know you like to have our podcast be short, I will move on from this topic. But we are in forty three minutes. Yeah. But you will know that we'll talk about this later. We only have one more category to do. Oh, we can do this one quick. Yeah, this isn't an argument. Either was the Mount Rushmore one because it was our simply our favorite ones. But it was villains. Tatala's not labeled as a villain. Wait, we we agree we can't lie on the podcast. Right. And all on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Are we you can't lie. We can't lie. On it. That's why you got censored. <laughs> you can't censored me on the on podcast. All right. So my top three. I'm just gonna go real quick because I think we have similar ones as well. Um, and number one, I'm just gonna go my. All right. Sorry. Well, number, number three. Number three is uh, Jim Carrey gets ca- canceled. Episode number twelve. And Mike Bloomberg, president or a living me, and that's when we like really got into politics. Yeah, and we like talked about politics for a long time, and it was actually really, really entertaining and really kind of funny. So that's episode twelve, and we were just like, we don't know anything about Mike Bloomberg or anything about like the, that was a prime Democratic race. Yeah, and that was a really good episode. Uh, number two for me uh, is uh, number twenty, episode number twenty. Tiger King recap. Hmm. We watch it so you don't have to, and we just talk about Tiger King, King for fifty minutes or for forty six minutes, <laughs> and it was like that's all we talked about that episode. Yeah, and we watched it so they don't have to. Yeah, there it, was, it is. And it was a fun. It was a, it was crazy. Yeah, um, they actually they picked the cast for that movie. Are we serious? Yeah, huh. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> of course, of course. And Rob Lowe is gonna be. Uh, but don't worry, guys. We'll movie. watch it so you don't have to. <laughs> and my last one, I think, is gonna you are. Number 26, Justice for George Floyd, and CBS fires John Krasinski. <laughs> uh, that was probably our most listened to podcast, and that's when we talked about uh, the the George Floyd incident, mm-hmm. and also the, um, the some good news, yeah. and how John sold it for millions of dollars. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yo, can you imagine? Yo, you're a famous, mm-hmm. you're a famous actor, famous book author, famous mm-hmm. whatever you want to be. Great. You make six episodes of a TV show. Mm-hmm. And you do a good job. Yeah. Like, you do, you put your heart and soul, you actually, you get people to, you get Hamilton cast to come sing on it, you get, like, really famous people, the Office cast, and, like, you actually do a really good job. And you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. CBS, you want this show for $6 million? Come on. Come on, son. That's pretty, pretty, That's pretty, that is pretty, pretty incredible. Impressive. John Krasinski is streets ahead in many, many ways. Um, that's good. That's a really good list. Yeah. Um, my three are completely different, actually. Nice. Which is Did you guys hear that? Odd. Callie's favorite number one isn't Justice for George Floyd. She hates Don't. <laughs> that was actually probably the hardest podcast for me to record. So that's probably why it's not in my top three favorite ones. Don't all buddy me or I'll punch <laughs> you again. Um, my number three is actually our best in se- Which I think says a lot about me because I think that was my favorite podcast to record. Yeah. I think also your favorite moments of us is when you talk. I'm more genuine yeah, than I'm not. Yeah, no, 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 um, that was probably our first time we did the best job collaborating on our podcast beforehand and prep work. Because prep is honestly my least favorite part of the podcast in the early days uh, when we would try to get things ready. It hasn't changed much. Yeah, it hasn't changed much. It's not my least favorite part. Sometimes she's like, I have a story for you guys. And I'm, I'm guilty of this too. Mm-hmm. And, and, she, and she'll be like, hey guys, I got a story for you. Reads headline. 
Which I had done and less. Then, and then you stop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's it? <laughs> which I've done less of. I do, I do too. Because you see a story that's so interesting. But that was that was our first time. And like the Star Wars one was before that, but that was more like we used it on like background basis. Yeah, but that's my least favorite episode, by the way. Yeah, I understand that. But You put Jar Jar Binks on the list, and I didn't even have him in my top 25. Yeah, I recall. So that list is annulled. Again, my, my math was, I'm learning. It's a learning process. Learning curve. Um, but Best in Series is my favorite because it's the first time, besides the Star Wars... Mace Windu didn't even make the Stop! top 15. <laughs> it was my best one because, um, my number three, because we also were just talking about things that we liked. And that was really cool without having stories to that was share. A good, that's a good one. Um, my number two one is called Two Fishing Rods versus One Jewel Thief and Uncle Joe Cures Corona. So that was probably our... Our third. That's when we did like the crazy yeah. news stories. News stories. We did. We did only crazy news stories because it was like like local peak, news. Local yes. news. It was peak Corona, and we. This is our fourth one recording during Corona, and we kind of had trouble with recording the first couple of Corona ones. But we actually sat in your living room on the couch, just sat back, relaxed, and just talked. And that was also one of my favorite ones as well. And my number one favorite one is number five. Uh, Lizzo, Trump, Kumail, and Jesus. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah. This is where we hit our... <laughs> this that's, a great, that's the best title we've yeah, ever had. Yeah. This is, first of all, great title. And this is where we first hit our stride with news stories. I think like we also struggled kind of how to present them and stuff. But this was the, uh, the first podcast where instead of looking at our screens the whole time, we looked at each other and talked about the news stories. And we were recording this one in an office back when in the early days of pineapple culture. And we just looked at each other and talked about the news. And it was um, probably our first conversational one as opposed to just saying things. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's my favorite. True. Uh, but yeah, those are my top three pineapple culture episodes. And I will uh, throw this all up on the story later on this week to talk about our favorite ones. But yeah, that's it. Wait, that's your number one? Number one. It's number five. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. It's the first time I became a podcast, not just two idiots with a microphone. So, so that's my favorite. Like our episode number 10. Which, we just talked over each other the entire time. That one doesn't exist. <laughs> it's the last episode of pineapple culture. Nice. Uh, but yeah. That's it. That's it, guys. Thank you for uh, tuning in. And thank you for answering our list. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was it. really fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. Well, I'm Callie. And I'm Dave. This is Pineapple Culture. Culture. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. That's us. <laughs> Callie and Dave. Pineapple Culture. It's not just a culture, though. It's a way of life. P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E Culture Culture Calendar But here to call you out on all your mistakes It's a buffet of hearsay Cali and Dave are bringing all of their passionate hot takes On Monday, not Tuesday P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E-C-U-L-T-U-R-E Culture, culture